When you show up in the world, do you show up as your authentic self or do you hide a bit of who you are and don't share it with the world? That was me. (laughs) And each time over the years, whether I was in school or in corporate, when I started speaking up and sharing who I was and what I was thinking, I used to think there was something wrong with me and I would go into hiding because it was not met with appreciation. And so we often go through life wondering if we should cover up who we are because we just don't fit in. But maybe we should be in search of the people that value what we say and what we think. And then, oh my, Nicole Espinosa, what an amazing interview. She is so full of energy and understanding about who she is what she represents and how she's going to show up in her business, in her family, and how she wants to connect with people. I love, love, love her energy. I do hope you are inspired. Her journey is amazing. What she does is even more fantastic. But then come back to you and think about, do you show up how you really are? If not, you may be missing out on truly receiving the rewards that life can afford you. Let's listen. You don't need to be on a big level to really stick out. And I think a lot of people, they try to be inauthentic. Like they're not authentic to themselves, to their own personalities, to their own look, to their own brand. And that's why they don't really get anywhere because people can tell people respond to authenticity. And that was the other key thing in my brand is that I was the same person online than when you called me. For me, it wasn't a trying to be popular type of thing. It was like, no, I did it intentionally to network and to get business. And I was very intentional with everything that I posted and the people that I was trying to connect with. And because I was the same person on and off the internet, people felt like they connected with me. People felt like they knew who I was. Like I would go to network events and they'd be like, oh man, your daughter cracks me up. And they connect and resonate with me. And that impression, that relatability is what really took the brand off. Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, my name is Deb Coviello, founder of Illumination Partners, and I want to thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am blessed week after week to speak to amazing leaders and bring their insights to you. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring you great programming. And today, I am honored to share the mic with my fantastic guest, Nicole Espinoza. She is the best 
best-selling author of Short Sales Uncensored, as well as a manual on how to master short selling. And she has been in the short sale industry in the Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston market since 2011. She later launched her company, The Short Sales Queen, and in 2019 has been uh, serving various markets throughout. She has been featured on many different real estate panels, podcasts, and TV segments. She is also the host of Entrepreneurship Uncensored. I can't wait to get into that, especially the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. And very significant to me is that she's also into mentorship, a key element of developing the future leaders. And when she's not in real estate, she is mom to two adorable children. So it is my pleasure to welcome you onto the show, Nicole. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation. The reason why this is so important, I'm talking to my listeners right now, is that we are in different industries. But I think what is so important is, first of all, the value of the network. I was introduced to Nicole by Jeremy Knauf, and he was an amazing guest on my show. And he has introduced me to absolutely outstanding people who are really making a difference and having courage. And so while she is in a different industry than I, she has seen a problem, built a business, built a brand, and is now elevating others. And that is critical to the drop-in CEO brand. So Nicole, I would love for you to share more about yourself personally, your journey, and the work you're doing to serve others. Yes, absolutely. So thank you again for having me. I think that it is so powerful to have these type of conversations with other entrepreneurs, because at the end of the day, like you said, even though we are in different industries, we all have the same problems when it comes down to hiring and building and scaling our business. So I've learned more from just these type of conversations than I have in, in anything else. So me personally, um, like you had, had said in the introduction, my company is the Short Sell Queen. I branded the Short Sell Queen. It was in 2019. Uh, that was a, a local nickname in DFW in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And when we went national and expanded past Texas, we decided to just run with it. And it was one of the best things that we did for the company for the from a branding standpoint because it's very easy to remember <laughs> and it, it kind of just took off where now on social media people don't even say Nicole they just say hey talk to the queen or talk to the short sell queen. So it's great from a branding standpoint. And it's also helped us with our expansion. What we do in the real estate industry is is in a a hyper-focused niche. We are in short sales. So what that means is we help homeowners you know, just, this is all we do because there's a lot of real estate agents that will, you know, kind of do a little bit of everything, but we just do short sales where we help homeowners who are facing foreclosure and we're representing them. We're advocating for them. And we're really, uh, you know, making a huge difference in the lives of these homeowners across the country who are about to lose their homes and we're able to save them from foreclosure. And so this is something that has evolved over the last decade. You know, when I, of course, like most entrepreneurs, when you're first starting out, you're a one man show and built the company out to 11 employees. And we have uh, six agents across the country. So it's, we have a a pretty big team and a a phenomenal culture. I've learned a lot (laughs) along the way, the hard way, unfortunately, which is why I'm so passionate about mentorship. Now as a CEO, my job has really evolved more into the managing aspect. I'm out of production, which means 
that I'm not working directly with homeowners anymore. My team is, and I spend a lot of time on education, on the brand and mentoring other real estate agents across the country. So Nicole, I am so excited for you because I am also on that journey, establishing the brand, establishing the credibility, finding that niche problem that I can solve and serve with others, and then hopefully be able to expand and have a greater impact. So kudos to you for your success. But I also am curious about some of the challenges along the way. Where along the way had you been at a critical point, a struggle, and then was able to move forward and still continue to expand the brand. I'm curious about your journey in that respect. And I'll tell you, you know, when you talk about social media, it's so easy to get lost in success, right? But I've learned so much from my failures and really without how many times I've failed, because honestly, failing forward could be a whole new book that I wrote. <laughs> but without those, I, I wouldn't be, or my business wouldn't be where it's at, and I wouldn't be the leader I am today. And two of probably the biggest hurdles that come to mind when you ask me that question is when I had this stopping point where I couldn't grow anymore. I was bottlenecked in my business because I, I didn't have the right people on my team, and I was still in the center of the business. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs and people that are in sales, we have this ego intentionally or unintentionally where we're like, no, no, we're the business. We're good at it. That's why we're thriving, but we can only scale so much if we're not able to actually build a business, right? It's not just a self-employed job. It's an actual business that has the systems and processes to support where you don't have to be there physically every day, where you're able to step away and you're not, you're no longer the heart of the business. And that transition is one of the hardest transitions any entrepreneur is going to face. And of course, I had dealt with that crashed and burned several times. And a lot of it was because there was a couple of things. It was me as a leader. I was not the person that I needed to be because I couldn't identify the right talent for the positions that I needed. And when I went to scale, I couldn't remove myself from a lot of the daily tasks because this was my baby. I had worked so hard on it and I wanted to still micromanage a lot of the things that were going on instead of letting go. And so that was a huge hurdle for me where I was upset because I wanted my employees to do certain things the way that I would do them, yet I wasn't giving them the ability or the freedom to do that. And that was a huge humbling experience because I got to a point where I was working 70, 80 hours a week, exhausted. Like, what is the point of this? <laughs> Why am I doing this? And so in Nicole fashion, I literally, I, I read this book. I started on this self-development journey. Okay. And realizing that a lot of the reason why my business was struggling was because of me as the leader. I was the issue, right? It wasn't my business. Business was coming in. The employees were doing what they were doing. It was me. And so I started reading books that had nothing, were the complete opposite of how I thought. And I started masterminding with people that were, were very successful. And those two key components were what changed really everything for me as I went on this journey of leadership. And what you say is so important, and it doesn't even need to be at the C-suite level, but anybody, who, wherever they are in their career journey, they may be highly talented and successful, but sometimes you hit these roadblocks, whether it's of your own creation or maybe the environment, and then we lose our confidence or we're stressing because we are working so many hours and not feeling like... Like we can get ahead. Those moments of just recognizing, stop, I need to change, change something, whether it's myself or the environment, take the time needed, and then 
be brave and move forward and make the changes. It's obviously been successful for you. Yes, a hundred percent. And identifying and really accepting that you're the problem is, is huge, right? Because we don't ever, <laughs> we, we want to kind of say it's everything else, but that was something that that journey of self-development where I was like, okay, I need, I only, I don't know what I don't know. So I've built it up to the point where I know now I need to reach out. And instead of reinventing the wheel, I need to talk to people that have already done this on a much higher scale so that I can humble myself and learn, right? I need to be the student again. And again, and my message to leaders, and thank you for bringing that up, is that it is a journey. We are always developing and evolving. And it's just those insights. It's, I, I still, I have a problem calling them failures. It's just moments of awareness. Something's got to change and then making the decision and the courage to try something new. So kudos to you. And obviously it has been very good for you, but I'm curious. This is something that I, I'm a business consultant. You are in real estate. There are so many in your space. And I know you niche down, but you fell into or created the personal brand, the short sell queen. I would love to know the origins of that because allowing those things to happen and creating a brand is what differentiates you. I'd love to hear about how that was created. Absolutely. So I now have a marketing team and very recently um, in the last six months. So I've been doing this for over a decade and everything that I've built was all organic. And then now we are really doing a lot of YouTube. So really that's what we're focusing on now, which is why I have a marketing team because now I need to... I need someone to just edit the videos and take it from there because I'm kind of burnt out on that, right? As far as building the brand in the beginning, it was all word of mouth. I knew very early on if I was going to build this business and be able to one, not burn out, but also have a sustainable actual business, I need people to come to me instead of me constantly hunting for new business. So I started developing this niche and this brand by, hey, talk to Nicole, like being a resource for my niche. So what that means is I was teaching classes. I was talking to local brokerages and this is on a local level in the Dallas Fort Worth area where I would tell people, Hey, if you ever need help, just call me. Like, and that was, it was a very personal uh, brand in the beginning where I started establishing credibility in my industry. And so really it took off on Facebook where the Facebook groups and me uh, personally, where people would just start tagging me whenever people had questions. And then the questions turned into referrals. And throughout my entire career, I have never once asked for a referral. People will just send it to me because they're like, hey, Nicole will take care of it. And so a couple of things that I think are extremely important in building your brand is one, consistency, saying the same message over and over again for a long period of time. And the reason why I honed down on that and I and I say that is it's, it sounds simple, but people underestimate the power of consistency. They underestimate the power of doing the same thing over a long period of time to build credibility to their audience. You know, what's so amazing about social media is it has changed the game when it comes to marketing. Back in the day, you would have to take out newspaper ads and radio ads and even... You know, 10 years ago, it was so different. But now anybody with a cell phone has the ability to create a brand or create something with their business. But because the cost of entry is so cheap, 
anybody with a cell phone, in order to stick out, you have to be consistent with your message. And a lot of entrepreneurs were ADD, right? Squirrel, like what's the next shiny object syndrome that we stay away. We get excited for five seconds and then we move on to the next thing. And we start losing credibility because people don't associate you with your brand because you're constantly talking about a different message. And I have people from 10, 11 years ago that are like, you're still doing short sales. Oh, wow. Like, you know, Hey, that's Nicole. She still does this because I've been consistent with my message and with my brand over the last decade. So what I really love about what you said, first of all, kudos, congrats again. I too created the drop-in CEO. It's a differentiator from simply being a business consultant and a coach, et cetera. And it's a beautiful thing when you can find that thing that differentiates you. Now, people listening to this podcast, not everybody is an entrepreneur or in business for themselves, or maybe you're a CEO, but never thought about personal brand. You're an emerging leader and have never thought about, well, how do I stand out and differentiate? Now, if you're not active on social media, it's a great place to start and test the waters for what your own individual thoughts are. But the concept, social media, it is simply networking. So even if you're in a corporation, how can you network and have messaging so that anytime you show up at a meeting, online, in an email, you are saying the same things. I'll share a quick story before we come back to you when I was seeking guidance on how to stand out and grow in a company. My mentor told me you need presence well, what does that mean? I thought, well, I have to change my hair, change my clothes, look a certain way in order to stand out. They never gave me the keys, but trust your own thoughts. How do you think differently? Start getting those out there, get some validation, get a few people say, yeah, I agree with you and enrich it. And then you find that you're onto something and then over and over again. And then you become, go see Nicole, go see Deb. They're that person. They're this person. It makes a difference in standing out. So I love the brand. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's so true. You don't need to um, be on a big level, like, like you were saying, to really stick out. And I think a lot of people, they, they try to be in, inauthentic. Like they, they're not authentic to themselves, to their own personalities, to their own look, to their own brand. And that's why they don't really get anywhere because people can tell. People respond to authenticity. And that was the other key thing in my brand is that I was the same person online than, than when you called me or when, you know, people are still shocked. Like they'll schedule on my, on my calendar from YouTube. And they're like, I can't believe I'm talking to the queen. Oh my gosh, you're so down to earth. I recognize your voice. This is crazy because for me, it wasn't a trying to be popular type of thing. It was like, no, I did it intentionally to network and to get business. And I was very intentional with everything that I posted and the people that I was trying to connect with. And because I was the same person in and on and off the internet. People felt like they connected with me. People felt like they knew who I was. Like I would go to network events and they'd be like, oh man, your daughter cracks me up. Her, your story that you had about Emma and da da da. And then they'll tell me about, um, that was a crazy seller. I can't believe this happened. And they connect and resonate with me. And that impression, that, you know, relatability is what really took the brand off. I mean, that was really what set me off and, and differentiated me from really anyone else. And your energy is infectious. So thank you for <laughs> being who you are and just being Nicole on the, the program here. But I want to now go a little bit into the work that you do because I want people that are listening that if even if they don't necessarily need the services, maybe they know somebody that could use your services. I would love to hear perhaps a story about by being in the short sale industry, not only from a transaction, how have you helped people, but also emotionally. 
how have you served them as well? Because I think that's really, really critical to not just providing a service, but a lasting impact. I'd love to know a story because that's really who you are and what you do. So many, right? So many homeowners, um, but I can give you an example of we, we definitely deal with a lot. It's a very emotional people. They have their head underwater or head in the sand that they don't want to deal with what's going on. It's overwhelming. And they have so many people approaching them. So really by the time we get to them, it's who do we trust, right? So it's establishing that trust of like, Hey, we're going to take care of you. And we do have a huge advantage that because we're highly recommended, we're not just some random people that's calling them. They're coming to us. So that's definitely a blessing, especially for us working with these type of clients, you know, with that said, as far as how we help homeowners, I mean, they're, they, everyone that we talk to has a financial hardship, which means that life has happened to them. Okay. Whether it's cancer, whether it's, you know, getting sick, losing their income, losing their job, getting a divorce, which is another huge hardship that, that we deal with. It's never a pretty situation. And it's a lot of handholding and, and saying, you know, really being empathetic and understanding of, you know, if you, if you have done a real estate transaction and sold your home, it's already stressful having to move and have to worry about all of that. And imagine the fear of losing your home and not being able to really afford to go anywhere. And you have all of that added stress of, I don't know where I'm going to be financially and I might lose everything. So you add that on top of it. And so an example that comes to mind that, you know, I have a handful of sellers that are really dear to my heart because of just their situation. I had this older gentleman that had lost his wife to cancer and he had his local church that was helping him keep the lights on. Like he couldn't even afford the utilities. In that situation, there was like two or three realtors that had told him that they, they can't help because the sales price was so low. They just didn't want to make the effort for the amount of money that they were going to make. Plus they didn't know how to do the short sale. So they were like, yeah, I don't even want to try. And so in this situation, he had spent like the last money he had in his account just to meet up with me at the the place that we went. Right. So of course, you know, immediately it went from being a client and hiring my services to like me wanting to just help him. And so in this situation, um, he had two weeks before his foreclosure date. So he was about to lose his home in two weeks because he had gone back and forth with so many realtors. He had lost all that time. So we were able to get his foreclosure stopped. We were able to keep him in the home for four months. So he had four months of not having to worry about, you know, paying something else or moving. And we were also able to get him $3,000 from the bank to relocate. So on top of getting the debt settled to where he didn't owe anything, staying in the house, stopping the foreclosure, he was also able to get money to move which was huge because he didn't have a dollar to his name. And throughout the entire transaction, I can't even tell you how many conversations we had where he would just break down crying. This was his you know, home with his wife at the time. And, and he was just in such a bad situation. She was the breadwinner. And because he was disabled, he was on disability. He was a veteran. I mean, like cue all the emotions, right? And it's people like that, that gratitude of, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you because I want to help you, not because it's this paycheck or because of anything else is huge. We don't look at sales price. We don't look at anything other than, is this something we realistically can do and take on? And if it is, we're going to help you. And I truly believe that if you do the right thing, if you take care of people, money comes. And as a result of taking care of people, between the people that referred over to us, the homeowners that we help, money comes. <laughs> I mean, we, we do really well. So, but it wasn't always like that. You know, in the beginning, it was taking on listings that maybe financially from a business perspective, didn't make sense, but it was so rewarding. And because we do such a high volume, it, it makes sense. I'm 
touched emotionally from what you shared from that conversation because there's something very deep to what you say. You say the brand is the short sale queen. So from a transaction perspective, that's so cool. I get it. But I see something so much bigger. I mean, it's just such a, a social connectivity of the work that you do that I see it as one where you keep people's lives together in check. You provide, and I'm going to use a little bit from my brand, you give them emotional peace of mind during a significant change in their life. It is not just the financial transaction. It's a home. It is everything. It is Absolutely. just their lives are completely changing. So you help people through significant changes in their life, giving a peace of mind. The transaction happens to be real estate. It's a beautiful model. And I wonder if you can bottle that to a different industry. I mean, I'm sure you can. Now, I will tell you this. It's it's not easy. <laughs> There's a right. reason why people don't do this niche. There's a reason why agents don't even want to mess with it because it's a lot of work. I mean, we are literally getting lenders to take a loss of hundreds of thousands of dollars, which we know that financial financial institutions are not jumping and excited for that. You know what I mean? And we deal with, you know, not just the primary banks, but the homeowners associations and really any anything that's owed, this homeowner hasn't been paying their debt. So it's not easy at all. The negotiations are tough, but having clients like that and knowing the impact we make on these clients that couldn't even wrap their brain around the things we were able to do for them is the most rewarding. And I truly believe that when you find something that you're passionate about and you align it with your business, it is the most powerful thing. And like I said, you, you take care of people and the money will come. So you said something very interesting. And again, this is you and me, and I also met a business owner. I used to talk about my priorities was I got to get the income. I got to get the income. That's an indicator of success. Then I'll build the brand. Then I'll work on my health and wellness. I decided to flip the pyramid, focus on my health and wellness, because without myself, there's no leadership in the business. Again, then I talked about building out the brand, the consistency, the messaging and serving others in the belief the revenue will come. Because we want to make sure that we serve, the brand is aligned to what we want to do, we're passionate about it, and the needs of people. So kudos to you on that. I'm sure people have said, so why do you do it? But you've explained that it's the people that make the difference. But I'd love to go into, you also then give back a lot. You have uh, created quite a bit of content, and I believe most recently you have released a second book. So could you just tell me a little bit more about that? Absolutely. As time evolved and we you know, didn't we weren't able to do in-person classes and really, you know, a lot of real estate agents and investors just kept requesting like more education, especially in this niche for people that aren't familiar in the real estate industry. There's education about everything, right? When you, when you deal with homeowners, sellers, buyers, but when it comes to short sales, there's nothing. So there's a huge gap in my industry for education on this space, which is why I'm so passionate about it because I had to learn the hard way on all of the knowledge that I had. And so I knew that you know, this was something that was very important to me because I saw so many clients get foreclosed or homeowners get foreclosed on because the agents lack of knowledge. And so for me, we decided over the years when, when the pandemic happened, me and my operations manager, we just decided we're like, we're going to do this. We're going to go all in. We wrote this book. It's called how to master short sales. And the inspiration behind it was the almost like the short sales for dummies type of format where we walked you through the entire thing, as well as give you our, oh, the entire process, as well as give you like everything that we know, all of our knowledge in this one manual. It's like over 350 pages. It's a workbook type of manual. And it also has our paperwork 
paperwork that we have come up with that we use on a daily basis that we include so that the agent has the paperwork to start. There's literally nothing like this in, in the market when it comes to uh, short sales in, in our niche. And so we, we, we teach classes from the book. So we use that uh, to teach classes. And then of course, we also do the mentorship program for agents that are wanting to build the business, not just learn the process, but actually build the business so they can be streamlined and they don't have to make all the mistakes that I made. And, you know, cause most people quit when they get to that point. I love that model because I'm actually doing the same thing. And I, I there's so many things wrapped in that. I'm <laughs> hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll bring it home. But first of all, you know, you, your thoughts, your leadership, your insights, because you had to learn things the hard way, bottling that, putting that into a book, putting it into a blog post, putting it into a video. Anybody who's listening right now, if you have had unique content, PowerPoint presentations, or you've just started jotting some notes down because it's your own unique thoughts, even the back of the napkin, (laughs) capture that knowledge. You've got to get that into your own content put it out there in the world because there's probably somebody or many people that absolutely need that. So again, kudos to you for just saying, I'm going to put this knowledge and share it with others. But what you also did was the mentorship too, because you can read a book. And yes, I'm sure people could start doing a lot of what you did, but so often we are short selling people when say, get it, it's in the book, start doing it. You do need ongoing mentorship to help develop the skills and in your own way to be able to execute. So how has that been going, the book and then the mentoring model? So the mentorship is definitely a passion project of mine and I absolutely love it. You definitely hit the nail on the head. It goes beyond consuming the information, learning how to apply it and learning how to really create that business is a whole other a whole other thing. And mentorship, here's the thing. It t- it can take me one hour to regurgitate something to you that took me three years to learn. And so in that one hour, I just told you all of this information that took me years to figure out and, and learn the hard way. And so why you, I mean, why wouldn't anybody want to be streamlined and not make those mistakes when you can just learn from someone else? And so mentorship is absolutely key. I have, even on this level, my entire business, I, I never had a mentor. I never had a coach and it showed, it showed. <laughs> and now, now that I'm on the level that I'm at, I have two mentors and one in personal and one in business. And because I value it so much because you need someone that can be able to change your perspective. Our perspective creates possibilities. Okay. If you have someone that's able to change your perspective and open up your mind to different possibilities that you didn't even know existed, it is the most powerful thing. And there's just things that you, that could be in your own way that you, you didn't even know because you're just living life and doing the same thing that you only know based on your experience. Well, your experience has gotten you to where you are in your life. You don't need that. You need someone else's experience where they've been able to scale and grow and be at the level that you want to be. And so I am very passionate about, about mentorship because I never had a mentor and I suffered through the last decade. And I'm very grateful to my coaches and my mentor now, because even in the personal development journey, how, how much it's changed my, my life, the quality of my life, just being able to live a life by design has been the most amazing thing. I just feel so grateful to be where I'm at at this point in my life as the CEO, as the person that just gets to create and be able to come in and, and, and manage, but not have to do the daily activities. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that go on vacation and, and they can't even get away from their phone and, and I can shut it off, you know? So that kind of freedom, it, you know, I'll never go back. <laughs> 
Now, it's a beautiful journey, and you bring up a great point about the mentorship. I, too, I was like smiling here. I didn't have mentors, or I wasn't looking, or I didn't see them during my career. But now it's like, oh, my, I have two as well. They get me to think differently, possibilities I never thought of. And then I hire some coaches that really push my limit and make me do things I never thought I could do, and then they see me to the end. So it's really important for those listening that just don't do it alone. Again, it is noble to try to plug through and get your work done, create a business, or lead an organization. But the new business model is you need partners. You need partners like Nicole. You need partners like the drop-in CEO to help you through rapid change. Uh, I too have a book, The CEO's Compass, Your Guide to Get Back on Track, because I have so many years of experience that I want to help people resolve their issues in days, weeks, not months. Absolutely. You have been an absolutely amazing guest. I love your energy. And I know somebody out there is going to want to connect with you. So as we bring this to the close, are there any last closing thoughts or ways that people can connect with you? Absolutely. So we have our YouTube channel, The Short Sell Queen. We do two videos a week. I'm very active on Instagram. That's probably my most active platform. And my handle is the Nicole Espinosa. Um, you know, I'd love to connect with you if, if, if what I'm saying resonates. You've been an amazing guest. I'm grateful to have known you. I love your energy and your journey, your insights, your experience. So many people can learn from that. So I hope people will definitely connect with you. I do wish you continued success and thank you again. Thanks, Deb. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, The CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass Assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.